Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice. Hey, and welcome back to Designed by Wingnut Social. This is Nicole. I'm the producer of the podcast, and we have one more replay for you. Next week, we'll be back with brand new episodes, but today we have another good one that we really loved from last year. The guest is an award-winning luxury interior designer, and her name is Shoshana Shapiro, and she talks about the risk that she took just to be her authentic self. Do you find that you're trying to act a certain way so people perceive you as an elite interior designer? Well, being yourself might just be the best thing to do after all, and Shoshana tells us how this was a game changer in her own business. If you haven't heard this episode before, you're going to love it. We'll be back next week with new episodes. Let's get into the interview. Hey there, Shoshana Shapiro. Welcome to the show. How the hell are you? I'm great, Darla. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for being so flexible with your schedule as I had my uh, veneer reattached. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> what a what a show of a week this has been. My gosh. Were you eating crabs veneers. or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I don't tell my dentist, but I was actually eating like some mixed nuts. Mm. But it, you know, veneers are supposed to be last you like 10, 20 years, yeah. not six months, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a little concerning, but thank you. Thank you for being so flexible. Sure. I, I really appreciate it. I, I've never really had issues with my teeth until I hit menopause. And for some reason, that's a thing. I was talking to uh, someone else the other day and they're like, oh yeah, same. So yeah. I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. I think too, your body goes through different phases where you're just mm -hmm. like your immune system goes whack and all of a sudden everything can go wrong. Yeah, it's like it's a hormonal thing. Like mm -hmm. estrogen, once your estrogen starts dipping, that's it. You might yeah. as well just get the cane and sit in a chair somewhere. Good times. Good times. That's not me. <laughs> no, I don't see that. <laughs> well, Shoshana, you have um, an interior design firm. Of course, you're an mm -hmm. interior des designer and your interior design firm is called Show & Co., which I think is adorbs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a cute name. So working today on the co part, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all? Aspirations. <laughs> yeah, and uh, today we're going to talk about just diversifying yourself and your creativity, not getting stifled or thinking uh, within the box as an interior designer. And we're going to talk about your journey and how you've dealt with that at Show & Co. Okay. And we're just going to have an organic conversation around that. But before we dive in, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and Show & Co. just really briefly and uh, we'll yeah. get started. Yeah. So um, I started my business in 2019. I was still working with builders at the time and I was slowly phasing out of that and starting my own thing. I'd actually worked as an interior designer running my own business years prior um, with oh, a okay. totally different focus. Um, while I was raising my kids, I was, I just, it kind of happened to me. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and really devote myself to the kids and their time, especially when they were really young. And so, um, you know, it started by friends coming over, seeing my kids' spaces and saying, hey, how'd you do that? You know, yeah. can you come help me with mine? And so I really didn't think of myself as running a business back then. And I primarily focused on kids' spaces. It was really, I think, I think they knew once they started talking to me how important it was for me to 
my kids would change their room every two years. And <laughs> that was me. <laughs> and it was like, it was for me, it was an emotional connection. Like I remember when I was a little girl and that one time my mom let me pick out wallpaper. I was from a family of five, you know, and I was the middle <laughs> child. I was the ignored kid. So for me to have the opportunity to pick out wallpaper was huge. And it made me feel like I had an identity. And, you know, so I always connected back to how important like a kid's journey is. They have no control whatsoever. Everything's <laughs> thought and done for them. But the one place, and they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure out who they are, what makes them special, you know, and that kid's room, that space, that's their one place where they can change. They can express themselves or whatever. And it just, right. so anyways, once they started talking to me, they realized that, okay, well, just, <laughs> instead of taking advice, you just come and do my kid's room. And so I started that, but I was mm -hmm. doing it while I seriously didn't take myself seriously. I was doing it while my um, kids were asleep. Um, Did you have another career at the time or were you no, stay at home? I mom? Was, okay. uh, well, I come from a, a strong background of art and artists. Okay. And my mom was very creative. She would, and she was very entrepreneur. I can't say the word. <laughs> she, would, she, she would come up, she was a crazy Dutch woman. She would come up with so many different ideas <laughs> with her best friend and they were going to write a book and they were going to do yeah. this and they were going to do that. And so I was exposed to that and she was very creative. She was always making things. I remember her mm -hmm. decoupaging a lamp and she was the woman that was always making all the gingerbread houses every year. Um, yeah. And they, you know, it was always, she was always very creative. And then she married an artist and the mm -hmm. artist um, was a quadriplegic artist. So oh, wow. he painted with a brush in his mouth. And my daughter grew up watching that, you know, so it was really cool that come from a background of wow. just that kind of creativity. And also just the message that, you know, you mm -hmm. shouldn't let things stop you from doing something amazing. Well, talk about thinking outside of the box. I mean, that's yeah. definitely an example of, you know, who cares? I'm just going to do it anyway, for exactly. sure. And um, in the green room, we were talking a little bit more about your background, which is unique. I don't believe, uh, maybe I have, but tell us a little bit more about your, how you were raised. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's really interesting for that sparked your accidental interior design business owner. Yeah. I mean, it comes out. I think I was raised Mormon. <laughs> right. And I love Mormon people. They're kind. They're they're great. Sure. So if I say anything bad, it's not about that. It was about my particular journey, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, being raised in a family of five and being in the middle child and being raised Mormon. You know, um, I was always a quiet observer. I would always um, I was always my mom said I was the good one. I was the one that would just like and, and it was true. I didn't have much of a voice. I would just everyone else around me was very loud and I was very mm -hmm. much wanting. I knew I was observing. I was watching. I wasn't judging. I was um, just gathering information in. and noticing and saying, okay, and trying to be accepting of all, but still mm -hmm. not brave enough to come out and do anything on my own. Let, let's fast forward a little bit. Sorry to interrupt you here. Okay. So middle child, mm -hmm. um, sitting around observing, yeah, talented though, doing kids rooms. Now you fast forward a little bit, you're yeah. married, you have kids, you're doing yeah. kids rooms. People are asking you to do that. 
And today when I'm sitting here looking at you, looking at your business, Show & Co, I'm actually, I have in, your Instagram over here to the left. And if you're watching our YouTube channel designed by Wingnut Social, I'm mm -hmm. sure Nicole Lyons will put all of these in the graphics there. And now you have an Instagram channel with an interior design firm with beautiful work with 11,000 almost followers <laughs> and you're front and center. You're the face of the design firm. I'm seeing your face on your feed. Bridge that gap. <laughs> what, what, what happened well, there? I'm still figuring it all out, honestly. And mm -hmm. I think it goes back to the, the topic we kind of started on is marching to the beat of your own drum, not getting mm -hmm. too lost in what everyone else is doing. And I think people Love notice it. that. I think people recognize that. I think people know that when you care enough and you are watching and observing, <laughs> that all <laughs> plays a role in what I do. You know, I'm not the kind of person that stands out in the limelight and, and, and wants that kind of attention, but I can really connect with somebody one-on-one. -on -one. You know, that mm -hmm. is where my superpower lies is just being able to really listen, observe. Even when I was working with builders, I think that is why I branched out and started showing co it was really hard for me to sit back and watch the experience for the client and know that there was more out there that they, they wanted it. They could have it, but yeah. they were so limited and, and having that battle and the fight just because of the numbers, because of the money, um, because of the ease of the business, you know, that was all stuff that made me frustrated for the client. Mm -hmm. And often I would be the advocate for the client and <laughs> didn't yeah, always play ideal. well and <laughs> for the business, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I love that because you started your business from a, a place of helping your mm -hmm. clients and seeing the need and knowing that you could fulfill that need. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's incredibly purposeful. And something you said about uh, being authentic and being yourself on the, I'm kind of, I'm paraphrasing, reminds me when I started my career in interior design in 2017, when I had my firm, I had people telling me, oh, well, now you're going to have to be bougie and you're going to have to behave a certain way. You're going to have to yeah. project that aura or whatever that stereotype of being an interior designer. And I might have done that for five minutes before mm -hmm. I said, that's too exhausting. I just yeah. can't. I just have to be myself, mm -hmm. which was a, a lucky for me in a way. I didn't really do that on purpose. I just, I'm lazy, number one. And <laughs> number two, I can really only be myself. There's really only yeah. one Darla Jethro. Yeah. And I found out by, by lucky accident that that was... Uh, a genius marketing stroke, brilliant, mm -hmm. but gets your ideal clients. And you, you find those people that are attracted to that type of personality mm -hmm. to work with them. And that turns out to be a really nice partnership for the, for the most right, right yeah. of that. So, so how did you get comfortable in your skin to jump from being kind of invisible, not, mm -hmm. not invisible really, no, but I you was. know what I mean? Yeah. To, I was. to where you're at right now. And how long have you been in business? I'm um, just since 2019. So now, okay. Not all right. So really, really pretty good trajectory here. And that's yeah. just four years. That's pretty good. I yeah. mean, I'm looking at your Instagram guys, go over to show and co show dot and dot co. Yeah. Only cause show <laughs> plus co show and co was taken already. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like a clothing uh, brand or clothing line or something. So uh, okay. yeah. Darla Powell is taken too. So I had to put that's the strange. Darla I wouldn't think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. Darla's Bastards. not a common name. I know it's more common than you think. There actually is even another Darla Powell who does interior design. I don't know if she still does like in the South somewhere. Really? Yeah. That's strange. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was strange. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry. What was. <laughs> what oh, was how did, how do we jump from being, you know, um, 
afraid to, you know, be visible and speak for yourself and to be heard and to having what I'm looking at here on your Instagram account. Yeah. Um, it's been a journey. I mean, I'm, (laughs) I'm not young. It's taken some time and I'm still on the journey, but how old are you? I'm 52. Are you really? Yeah. No, I'm a grandma. Okay. Another reason to tune into Design by Wingnut Social on YouTube, because girl, you do not look 52. (laughs) That's all that good Mormon living. It's my mom's (laughs) Dutch background, actually. My mom is gorgeous. Well, was gorgeous. And uh, yeah, she's... I would have taken 10 years off of the season. You have a filter. Did your husband put a filter on your... (laughs) No, just a big light. (laughs) I'm going to have to get some tips from you later. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Um, Okay, so I think another part of my personality is that because I'm a quiet observer and I stayed quiet so long, part of my personality is I get to a point, I've done this throughout my life, where I've been watching long enough and now I'm ready to conquer (laughs) And I have this side of me that just goes and says, okay, what are you afraid of? Um, And how can you tackle that fear and move past it? So uh, an example of that is when I did live in Florida for six months, (laughs) I went there. I was really into health and fitness because my my family hadn't introduced me to that. And I was, it was all new to me. So I'm like, what better place to go do biathlons and stuff? Go, go move to Florida. Let's like, and I wanted to become a personal trainer. So, um, you know, part of that was, uh, okay, now you have to, I became an aerobics instructor because I needed to get (laughs) like, I, I have a fear of talking in front of people and getting myself out there. So I'm like, okay, how can I overcome this? Let's go from A to Z. Let's go in front of people and have to teach them (laughs) class and be like on stage doing that. And I remember doing that with my own kids too. My daughter was also very shy. So I put her in theater. You know, it's just one of those things. It's always good to challenge. She was, um, she was intimidated by others. So I put her in karate, you know, she had to fight grown Mm -hmm. men. (laughs) You know, I just think it's always good to, um, to push yourself. And I think because I didn't push myself for so long, um, I've just practiced that habit and I've become, I guess, good at it. (laughs) You know what, Shoshana, that is rare, right? It's rare to find that person that is afraid of doing some who actually does it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what separates, you know, the great from the could have been greats for real. <laughs> at the end of my podcast, every podcast I say, get out there, get uncomfortable yeah, and be yeah. great because getting uncomfortable and getting outside of what it is that you're comfortable with and you're used to and trying new things and bettering yourself as a human being is what makes us better. Yeah, exactly. So that's incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly inspiring. And I do remember right. the aerobics days. Yeah. I used to have the leg warmers, <laughs> the headbands. Have you seen the show physical? It's a little too eerie. <laughs> It brings it all back. <laughs> I remember the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So we did um, the fitness. That'll do it. And it also mm-hmm. explains why you don't look 52 today, too, is that fitness background. Are you an interior designer looking to expand your reach and attract more clients? Well, we've got just the solution for you. Wingnut Social is the leading social media marketing agency designed exclusively for interior designers. Picture this, your stunning designs showcased to a vast online audience, generating buzz and capturing the attention of potential clients. 
With Wingnut Social, you can transform your social media presence into a powerful marketing tool. Wingnut Social understands the unique challenges faced by interior designers when it comes to social media marketing. That's why they've created a comprehensive strategy tailored specifically to your needs. With Wingnut Social, you'll have access to expertly crafted content strategies, custom tailored for the interior design industry. Say goodbye to those days of staring blankly at your screen, wondering what to post next. Wingnut Social takes care of that for you, ensuring your posts are engaging, relevant, and captivating. But it doesn't stop there. Wingnut Social also provides in-depth analytics, allowing you to track the performance of your social media campaigns. Discover which posts are resonating with your audience, identify new trends, and make data-driven decisions to maximize your marketing efforts. And the best part? Wingnut Social offers personalized coaching and support. Our team of social media experts will guide you every step of the way, sharing insider tips and tricks to elevate your brand and increase your online visibility. So why wait? Take your interior design business to new heights with Wingnut Social. Visit wingnutsocial.com today to learn more. Wingnut Social, where stunning designs meet social media success. So let's wrap our mind around not trying to fit in a basic interior design box. Mm -hmm. What is it that we mean by this? Well, I mean, I think it's hard. I get caught up in it too. Um, Listening Mm -hmm. to various podcasts, um, Mm -hmm. seeing how, how... seeing, seeing it visible in in our faces, it's social media, it's in there all the time and you have to play the game. You don't have any choices anymore. Like, you know, you have to do it to succeed. Um, A lot of my clients are on Instagram. That's how they find me. And so it's important. Wait, wait, wait. You have to say that again. You have to say that again. (laughs) Listen, I'm a social media marketing agency (laughs) for interior designers. Please, please tell me that again. I've got a lot of clients on Instagram. I mean, that's where they find me. And I noticed that really early on that that is a, that's my portfolio. People don't have time for websites and we're living in the TikTok nation. People are so quick. They don't have time for it. So whatever is quick and bite size, they're going to do it. So, um, and, and they like to watch the story too, but just in bite size form. They like, (laughs) they like more up to date, like more, uh, real time updates and, uh, you know, quicker turnover, yeah. new content, fresh content. You just can't get that with websites. Nobody's yeah. going to websites for that. They're no. consuming it like in a mass yeah. bingey kind of way. So, yeah. Yeah. okay. Sorry. I interrupted you because yeah. I heard that That's and okay. I was like, okay. I didn't know this going in, by the way, guys. So this is just, this is just another interior yeah. designer with yeah. testament to Instagram marketing. Yeah. Yeah. But All I right. get, a, I get a lot of clients through Instagram and I think it's important to, um, to play the game without getting caught up in the game, right? Um, yeah. So mm, you love. have, you're watching others. It's hard not to watch other. I stalk a ton of designers and I do that mm-hmm. because I'd love to see what they're creating. Uh, I saw Lindy Galloway doing a raked love. plaster wall and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> that's so cool. And I stalked the um, the place she, I froze the video and I'm like stalking <laughs> the, the, the guy's shirt. What does it say on there? And I'm finding <laughs> the company and I'm calling the company and I'm like, how do I get this? This is so awesome. You know, I see a lot of cool things happening. There's a lot of creativity happening on Instagram. So it's fun for me to also watch others and see what they're doing. But um, yeah, you have to play the game and I'm not a game player. So how do you do that? You have to just kind of take what you can that's healthy (laughs) and the rest of it, you try not to get caught up in it. And we're all going to get caught up in it. We Mm -hmm. all think somebody else is doing something better you know, their life looks so, so good and, and things are going so well for them. How are they doing it? Well, the reality is as soon as you start looking at what they're doing and getting caught up in that, that's when you stumble, you know, it's better just to put your blinders on, put your nose to the grindstone and get the work done and look at, 
you know, get, get you know, connect with your <laughs> clients and find out what they want. Yes, you're yeah. there to offer all those fancy things like great plaster, but you also need to connect with what makes them feel at home, what makes mm-hmm. them feel good. And that connects me back to my childhood, you know, and my, and the, those little kids rooms that I was doing, you know, it's important for grownups too. We're all just grown up kids that get lost in the shuffle <laughs> and we all need that comfort. We all need that that oasis and everyone's oasis is different. And to me, that's part of what makes interior design so fun is seeing how that fusion can, can be created. And then the outcome of that, it's almost like you're an artist and somebody else is holding the brush and, (laughs) and providing (laughs) the paint colors, you know, but you still have to make something beautiful. And it's kind of a cool thing. I love that your attitude, and we talked about this in the green room, some about not getting wrapped up in what your competition is doing and comparing yourself to them. And I think that a lot of creatives and a lot of business owners fall into that trap and compare themselves to the um, success or the apparent success of their competition, pairs, compatriots, however you want to say that, and talk themselves, right? And I'm not as good or I'm not doing that. So I think from a mental health perspective, Mm -hmm. that is terrific advice. When I was starting my interior design firm, I remember a business coach or someone asking me, what is your competition charging? What are they doing? I'm like, I have no, I have no idea. I don't even, who is your competition in my, I mean, this was before I really got into Mm -hmm. the digital marketing game. And I said, I don't know. I just, I'm just doing my (laughs) thing. I'm focusing on doing my thing, which is a little naive. It's good to have some knowledge, especially if you're doing digital marketing. But I think from a creative standpoint, you can, you, it's very easy to get Mm -hmm. down on yourself. And I I like that. You have to really be able to separate and look at things with the lens that you are Mm -hmm. of getting inspired by the creativity Mm -hmm. and aspiring but not to get down on yourself. So I do love that take. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's a challenge. Not, and it's yeah, it not is. something that's easily achieved. Everyone's gonna have, mm-hmm. you know, their slipping points, but at the same rate, it's like, this is, this, this industry is very different than any corporate job. Yes. There's aspects of process that can be followed and should be followed, but every client is different. Every experience is different and every creative outcome is going to be different. It is an art form after all. So it's going to be a creative journey and it's imperfect and there's no regulating that. You can't, I mean, I've tried, I've gone through the different courses available and (laughs) purchased certain things that are out there in the interior design industry. And it's all great and good. But until you, when I try to follow it to the T, that's when I fail. I need Mm -hmm. to be able to infuse what I know and what is success for me and, and understand that it's not just a business. It is a creative process. So, And, and that's a good thing to get back to, too, because something else that we were going to address was when we lose our way a little bit and, mm-hmm. and losing sight of why we got into the interior design business to start with, right? Mm-hmm. So um, like you were telling us, you got in there because you saw a, a legit need. Mm-hmm. You had to help clients with their budgets and you saw holes that needed to be filled because of it, other people weren't doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. So you saw that need in there. So you've been in business since you said 2019 mm-hmm. for four years, not quite, right? Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. where are you with maybe burnout or getting, you know what I mean? Or oh, are, we, are we still too young on that line so hard, <laughs> but you know, who isn't, it is yeah. a complex world we live in. You have to, 
know a lot about a lot of things and no one's there to really help. <laughs> There's <laughs> business coaches. They can cheer you on and tell you to stay, stay on the line and stay, keep the processes going. There are processes you can purchase. There's all of that. Mm -hmm. um, but you're doing so much. And I am right now on the verge of like, okay, I need to hire somebody. I've had somebody in the past um, they left due to some health issues. They worked with me for two years. My daughter actually worked with me um, for quite oh, some cool. time. She did a great job. Um, we worked together very well, um, but she left for her second child. It's going to be a while before she's back again. She mm -hmm. will be back, but it's going to be a while. Um, my son has done social media stuff for me in the past as well. Um, nice. And I've, I've gone out trying to, um, you know, try different things and do different things on my own or hire it out and, you know, um, seeing what's <laughs> out there. I'm still, I'm still figuring it out, right? I'm mm -hmm. still pretty young in my business. I'm still figuring it out. It, it's a process. And um, as far as where I'm at, I am at the point where I am struggling with like, hmm, who should I hire? When should I hire mm -hmm. them? The numbers are not clear yet. I'm only four years in business, yeah. right? And I don't have the history because everything has been different and evolving so quickly mm -hmm. that every job is different. And yes, this next one is going to be better. But it's still like, you know, you, ha you have to, you have to be a numbers person. You have to look at that too. And that's what I'm learning in this four years yeah. is that I have to be a little tougher on the numbers, on myself, on how I'm doing it. And I need to start looking at those professional industries like mm -hmm. yourself. Um, what Thank can I, I hand off? Cause I can't do it all. Well, a good way to look at that is to see, is to go through and say, what is your what are your areas of genius? You know, mm -hmm. where is it that Shoshana excels? That's yeah. the rainmaker. It's the design. Yeah. And maybe it's not, I'm, I'm just speaking out of my here. I don't know if this, <laughs> any of this is true. Maybe it's not the cat or maybe it's not mm -hmm. the social media or maybe it's yeah. not P or whatever it is. And then offload those. So you can yeah. keep making your, you know, hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars an hour, mm -hmm. whatever it is doing the, the rainmaker. Well, and even if I love mm -hmm. doing those things, it, it's mm -hmm. not sustainable long-term. No, it's not. not. Yeah, it, it really isn't. Yeah. And I, I do have a couple of really good industry coaches, if you want. Awesome. <laughs> After the show, I can give you some link that, that can, can help you in that way, which awesome. is, is pretty invaluable. I resist getting a coach for a long time yeah. for the agency. And I have one now and it's it's made a, a huge difference. So I, I do know that that can make a, a big difference. I don't know if you've ever worked with that, but it can just help I you haven't. even I haven't. reassert yeah. almost what you know, just give yeah. you some validation sometimes. Well, being that quiet observer mm -hmm. growing up, I, what I learned really quickly <laughs> is that there's always two perspectives. There's always something mm -hmm. you don't know. So always. you can't decide for yourself what that is. It's always good to hear somebody mm -hmm. else tell you. And yeah. I always ask the dumb questions, even <laughs> to my clients. If I know no the answer, thing. I'm still going to ask mm -hmm. the dumb question because I want to hear it from them. I want to hear what their thoughts mm -hmm. are. So I think a business coach, that's the perfect person to do that with. You know, you can mm -hmm. spit out all of your stuff. And even when you get too, too much into your, what you think, you know, <laughs> they can set you straight. I You'd would be imagine. surprised. Yeah. Sometimes I think I know everything. And yeah. um, I, I, when people make me see something that I don't know, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like those moments. Though. I think that's good. That's perfect. That's yeah. where the growth comes in. So, but especially when you're at like a turning point right now, like you're on the precipice of, of scaling and expanding mm -hmm. and growing show and co into, you know, uh, 
hiring. I think that, yeah. that it's, it's always good, even if yeah. it's just a one-off thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love to have that information. The Dakota design is one that's been mentioned on the show. A lot of, a lot of wingnut clients. I follow them actually. Katie McFarlane. Yeah. A lot of our you know wingnut what? clients. I, work I, with I think I've, I think I probably have. When I listen to your show, I go and stalk these people <laughs> afterwards. So I'm sure I follow them. <laughs> in a, yeah. Not in a scary way, right? <laughs> no. So, so when you're, so we went into the creative, creative design business. And when I say we, I mean you, <laughs> but uh, me too, we, we go into it with, I'm going to create beautiful things. I'm going to, it's going to be artsy fartsy and I'm going to make people feel great. And this mm -hmm. is all going to be warm hugs and rosy mm -hmm. feels, you know, but then when you get into the business of it, you realize this is a real business. You know, this yeah. is, there's some headaches or some sleepless mm -hmm. nights. So going yeah. back to, before we get into the what up wingnut round to, you know, adjusting for that and getting back to the roots of why we started the business, but healthily incorporating being a successful business owner, how do you find that you ground yourself when, when those thoughts come in? I, 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 do, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I try to gain more knowledge. I, um, I, it, 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 I'm always driving in Maryland, so that's the perfect <laughs> time to listen to podcasts and, and be open to all of those, those things. Um, my husband is actually, we recently, um, read a book and he, um, he fits that integrator role perfectly. Oh, nice. So he is helping me out. Um, he started helping me, uh, with those kind of tasks that I, as a visionary can't. You're talking always... about the E-Myth revisited? No, I'm talking about, um, uh, it's called rocket fuel. Oh, rocket fuel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, the, the, that is very helpful to understand yourself, your own personality and how, you know, how you need to focus on, on those, those skill sets that you are good at. Um, and, but then this industry also has the whole aspect of, you need to know what you're doing as far as construction goes. You can't rely oh, on yeah. your contractor. <laughs> you have to know what's up. You have to yeah. know all of that. So there is, there's a definite <laughs> part of this is, has nothing to do with creativity. You have to know how to mm. structure things. And when you're running a renovation project, you have to stay to, you have to create a schedule. You have to know what should come first, what should come second. If, if that gets off track, what do you do? Um, you know, so all of that kind of stuff is more of that, that mindset that you have to be in. It's not creative at all. So mm. you have to really structure your business and processes. I've always been that kind of surprise tool for me. That's like, Oh, wait, I have those. That's great. It'll keep you on track. So, um, so that's good as well. That does help, right? That mm -hmm. does help mitigate that the complexity and the overwhelm of actually, you know, knowing your knowing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides being, you know, a talented creative visionary, right? Yeah. For the design, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shoshana, thank you so much for sharing your in insight with us. And, you're welcome on, on Show and Co. I really for appreciate being. Oh no, of course. But now yeah. I have to ask you: Are you ready for the What Up Wingnut? <laughs> I am. <laughs> awesome. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Um, it would probably say, why are you here? Go eat ice cream. <laughs> I don't want my ice family standing at my tombstone. <laughs> so go enjoy. <laughs> You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your one favorite food forever. What is it? Oh, uh, okay. This is going to be something my brother just told me about. It is, uh -huh. I love breakfast food of all, uh, and Same. I don't know the name of this, so I have to describe it. It is a waffle dipped in pancake batter and then French toasted. You know, <laughs> you just said, didn't is, you just say you had pancakes right before yeah, this interview? I did. <laughs> My stress food. That's all good. I mean, I mean, that sounds really good. I'm a breakfast food. I, I love breakfast the best. I yeah. think that's my favorite We're meal. We're having breakfast pancakes. for dinner tonight, even though I already have pancakes. <laughs> my son's coming in town. We're doing breakfast for dinner. 
all good. I wish my fiance liked breakfast. She hates breakfast. She uh -huh. won't even eat breakfast. If I say in the mornings, hey, let's go get some breakfast, she'll say, she'll dilly dally and she'll wait till just long enough to where it's lunchtime. <laughs> so wherever we go, she can, <laughs> she can get lunch. So, you know, what, what, you know, uh -huh. can't have it all. Can't have no. everything. No. Last but not least, please recommend a book that's impacted you either personally or professionally. Well, I wish I had more time to read. I don't have a lot of time to read, but I did just recently read or listen to Rocket Fuel, which I think helped me tremendously because it it made me stop and create that organizational chart for my business. Even though I don't have people in place yet, I mm -hmm. still know that there needs to be a visionary, an integrator, a marketing department, a all of those things. The operations, all of the HR all need to exist, even though there's not people in them yet. And so mm -hmm. that has been very helpful. Um, That's Gina Wickman. Is that Rocket Fuel? Is Gina Wickman? I'm so bad with, with keeping that kind of information. I'll have to email you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it is. Let me, let me, let me and check somebody it out. Remind, um, recommended it to me, another designer. So, um, so I, I, I think it's very helpful. It's, um, and, and I want to continue on that journey. I think there's a, there, the one you mentioned before, and there's another one that, that comes after this. So rocket fuel, Gina Wickman, man, I'm good. <laughs> <There's a laughs> I few, have it, but I haven't heard it. There's a I few heard. different books called rocket fuel is the thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. So oh, well, I hope it's the right one. <laughs> I hope it's the right one. It's the first one on Amazon. I'm pretty sure it's in my queue. <laughs> Shoshana Shapiro, please tell us where we can go to find out more about you at Show & Co. and follow the growth of your amazing interior design firm and yeah. we'll call it a day. Sure. So most of my uh, portfolio work or my day-to-day -day is on Instagram at show.and.co. Um, and I have a website as well. Um, but that is that is the place I'm most active is on Instagram. Love it. And uh, when you're ready to fill that marketing, you know, bucket on the, your rocket fuel chart, yeah. let us know. We're I totally to will. Take... I've been, I've been watching you for a long time and I've been there along with the journey and listening to all of the uh -huh. helpful hints. So, um, it's just a matter of getting that, getting to that place, but yeah. Um, yeah, I know I hear every day. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Shoshana, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Darla. All right, kids, thanks for joining us on another episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. Remember, we actually do have a YouTube channel where it's not just a, uh, a photo and audio of the show. You actually can see us in all of our glory live as carbon-based life forms moving around and doing silly things. Um, make sure to stay tuned to the end for the bloopers. <laughs> My particular favorite. I'm, I'm just not right. I think I'm just not right, right? <laughs> in the head. <laughs> Sometimes. I admit it. All right, folks, that's it for this episode. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday for interviews as brilliant as this one with Shoshana Shapiro. And of course, we will be bringing back the mini news. -ish. We just took a little break. If it's not back already, it will be soon. So don't you worry about that. And remember, until next time, to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. How did you... Get comfortable in your skin. Excuse me. I'm not going to clear my throat. Sorry, edit. <clears throat> Diet Coke. <laughs>
Are you trying to fit in a stereotypical interior design type of box as an interior design submarine? Welcome to the show. If you're new to the show, this is a show, a B2B show for interior. And remember to tune in every Wednesday for interviews as brilliant as this one with Shoshana Shapiro. And uh, we will be bringing back the mini mini moves. <laughs> Small cow. We'll be bringing back tiny cows for your listening pleasure. Just a just a straight 15, 20 minutes of baby cows mooing. Good boy, Mango.